We is live. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. What's good with you, bro? Man, another week down. I got three weeks left of semester and I'm done. Oh, you talking about oh, school-wise? Yeah, man. Hey, another step close to that degree, bro. So that's all that matters. Boy, it's been rough. What about what's up with you? So, bro, like obviously, you know, I'm still working at the job and everything. I actually started my um actual like so just the backstory a little bit for my training and everything. I'm supposed to I'm realistically if COVID didn't happen or wasn't existing right now, I would go to like uh the headquarters of the company I'm working with and do my training there. But since, you know, COVID and everything is makes travel a little bit harder. I'm doing my uh, training and everything virtually, which is kind of tough. Um, but today, you know, it was my first day and everything, dude. I thought I knew, you know, the job very well, but not really when I actually got into the training and stuff. But like I said, man, it's just a stepping stone and just got to learn, you know, just the new technologies and all that, man. So it's coming along surely but slowly. That's what's up. Progress. It's all progress. Yeah, like I, like bro, like you. Do you wonder, like, have you ever had like a class or whatever? You're like taking, like you're you're just getting into it. You know, you're kind of understanding it, not that much. And then you, then like you know, over weeks progress and everything. You're like, okay, I'm starting to understand it. And then something just hits you where you're just like, I actually don't understand this shit at all, really, to to the knowledge that I thought I knew. You know, like all my classes. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of like me, like. We got into our little small group and started discussing. And I was just like, bro, I thought I knew this shit. I don't know nothing at all. Like, <laughs> so that was kind of an eye opener. But I still got two more days of it. So we're going we gonna to rock with it. That's what's up. So quick announcements. Tomorrow is Veterans Day, I believe. So shout out to all the veterans, people that are serving and who have served. Shout outs to them. We do appreciate your service. We really do. For sure, for sure. Second announcement. Calvin, like I had mentioned earlier, I need, look. <laughs> get, look, get mountain biking trip to Denver. I need you to make the trip. I got to find a bike first. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> or we might, I can see and see if they got bikes you can rent. Because I only plan on biking like one or two days up there yeah, at the whole time. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of biking. And I plus, I know your sessions be hella long. So, I mean, I can shorten them up. It ain't got to be nothing too extreme. And then uh, I'm going to see if there might be a, some snowboarding. I'm trying to snowboard up there. Mm-hmm. Let's do a day of that. But look, check your schedule, fam. <laughs> no, I will, dude. I just don't know, like. What I'm doing, you know, like it's all the things, you know. Yeah, it's early. Like I know around that time, I know some some people, um, down here in Tennessee and everything. Um, probably want to go to the beach. I know they're gonna hit me up about that. So this is really all what really just comes down to like cost of it, cost and everything like that, and what I really want to do. Biking in Denver would be dope, though. That would be very dope, though. I would not, I would not hesitate to you know, do that, but I'm trying to break a couple limbs. <laughs> Always I'm trying to, I'm trying to leave in multiple pieces. <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro. Oh my. 
<laughs> you got any announcements? Uh, turn 25 Friday. I mean, <laughs> okay, I mean, that's, Calvin. That's really, that's really it. I mean, I mean, it's another day, bro. I mean, I'm not doing anything extravagant, just hanging out with some people and eating, having a few beers, and that's about it. Really can't do nothing because everything in Franklin's closed. So, Ooh, and it's Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not spooky, ain't it? I'm not superstitious though. I'm not. I'm not either. <laughs> Happy early birthday! Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, well, let's rock on into the the sports, bro. The no story times, dude. I gotta come up with a story. I gotta find a story that is. That is appropriate to to tell on here, bro. Because I, I feel like I've been slacking a few weeks, just not having nothing. I got plenty of stories, bro. I just don't know. Some of them are, uh, you know, worth telling. Well, they're worth telling. I just ain't trying to tell nobody. <laughs> so yeah, same. <laughs> but oh well. well, we'll we'll see. We'll see what we cooking with next week, though. All right. So, tell- but yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So this Sterling, so so, bro, did, did do you know anything about that that backstory? Like that was a really big thing uh, when that. Uh, Isn't it the reason why they why why Milwaukee protested? Yeah, and then it, it's just the fact that too is just like I'm not trying to say like you know just because he's he's an athlete they should know who he is, but at the same time it's just like place for an organization like that's in your city and everything like. I just don't understand just the if you see you gotta see the video and everything. Have you seen the video by any chance? I have honestly I have no idea. Oh really? Well, you need to check out the video, bro, because it's just like the dude Sterling Brown is literally telling him like who I am, where I'm going. He's not trying to cause any problems or whatever, but obviously, you know, the problem escalates and everything. I believe he gets tasered and everything. But anyways about it, um Sterling Brown plays for the Milwaukee Bucks and everything. He had a incident with uh want to say the city of uh the city of milwaukee police he had an incident with ended up getting getting tasered and everything it was video recorded basically they came to agreement uh to pay him uh 75 uh k in a settlement uh 50 and every you say what 75 or 750 750 my fault <laughs> but yeah man i <laughs> I don't know. What did he I don't know. do anything? Like, was it like a? It was like they said. Well, you got to look at the video. Like, you got to look at the video. They're talking. Basically, they're saying that he is the reason why he got tasered because he was resisting arrest and everything. But you just got to look at the video, fine, just to get your but, own. But my thing is, what was he doing? Okay, so he was resisting arrest, whatever. Before that, was he doing anything for them to even like stop and say anything to him? See, that's where – see, I've seen multiple videos, but I don't know the backstory of why he got pulled over. That's the thing oh, that I've been trying he got to dig. He, got, he had to – I believe he got pulled over because the, from the scene and everything, from the video, it looks like, you know, he was driving just the scenery that he was surrounded by. It looks like he was, I think, at a gas station or on the street or something like that. So, Interesting. Yeah, but you need to look into that, bro. But, uh, man – the Rockies GM says that they're uh, not coming to small ball this year, man. And then they had another uh, 
thing coming out today saying that um, Russell Westbrook right now, they're, he's interested in um, the Clippers and Knicks right now. Well, the Houston Rockets are trying to trade him, trade interest to the Clippers and Knicks and everything. So just with those two things, man, it's, I don't, I don't know, man. What, what do you think? Well, my personal opinion, which is basically against public opinion, because most people think they should trade. My personal opinion, I think they should keep Westbrook. But I think so too. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like because you know, not right now. Westbrook has this stigma of like, if he's gonna go to the team, the team's gonna be worse. He, that's just like his stigma he has right now, which I totally disagree. Mm-hmm. But imagine the Clippers last year with Westbrook when PG was not performing, not performing. And I don't care what you say, he would have produced more than Patrick Beverly. Yes, but on both ends, <laughs> on, on, for, on both ends for sure. With that high motor energy, mm-hmm. the Clippers needed that last year. Mm-hmm. But then again, his style of ball kind of fits the Knicks in the sense of he'll be the number one guy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I don't know, it's tough, but I think he'll probably do better with uh, – I think he'll do better if he has a post player. Because when he was at OKC with, with uh, Steven Adams, yeah, big man, yeah. type of ball he plays where he can dish it out and he kind of used the big man to his advantage. Mm-hmm. He's a big man. That's feel. I feel like why he didn't do so well with the Rockets is because they didn't really have a true big man. So there was no pick and roll. There was no pick and pop or whatever. You take him to the Clippers, which Clippers technically don't have a legit big man, but with all those other athletes around him, or with the Knicks, mm-hmm. I feel like he does better with either team. I'd like to see the Clippers though. My thing though is if they're not committing to small ball anymore, why aren't they trying to get a center? They probably are. I feel like they're gonna. They're probably gonna draft. I feel like they'll draft the center, and if they don't draft the center that's ready, they'll probably pick up a center in free agency. Yeah. So I know they got Tyson Chandler on their bench right now. I don't know if they're gonna keep him. I think he's. I don't know what his contract is. I don't know if he's on like a veteran minimum or. I think he might be. Probably, to be honest, probably is. But um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're gonna keep him. I don't know specifically what they're gonna do. Just. Just the whole Rockets organization is just weird right now. You know, Dan and Tony left, their GM left. Um, I think the GM, he signed with somebody. I feel like Sixers. Was it the Sixers? I'm not too for sure. But, I'm not sure. you know, the whole the whole front office and everything is looks like it's trying to reconstruct itself right now. So, um, I don't know, man. I really don't know. But, uh like we said last week, man, uh, we gave out the stats of, you know, um, the NBA season starting, you know, December 22nd or later. And it really seems like it was uh, a money thing when we kind of dissected and everything. Don't you agree, Spina? Yeah. So they came to agreement that they're starting December 22nd. So obviously the money part was obviously a huge deal. Um feel like a lot of the younger players probably had a lot to say about that, you know, not receiving their full benefit, their full pay. And all that, so season does start December twenty second, so which is great. I'm glad that we're starting back very, 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 very soon. So yeah, and I I also got some key dates on that with the NBA season starting December twenty second. 
So the NBA draft is November 18th. So next week, the free agency starts November 20th. Signing can start at November 22nd. And training camp start December 1st. So it's like the NBA is back in full swing basically now because there's like a week before the draft. Yeah. So it's moving fast since they set that date. And the thing about it, too, I really think the big factor of that was just because getting ready for the Olympics and everything, if they did start at that later yeah. in January, I believe. I feel, I really feel like it was the money thing and then – you know, the Olympics and everything, because, you know, there's obviously players that want to compete in the Olympics. So they want to have time for them to get ready for that. And, you know. Yeah, you know how America is. We not finna miss the Olympics because we, we. Yeah, we, for real. Especially in basketball, we dominate every year. So we we for sure not finna just not show up. Yeah. Facts, facts, facts. But um, what's this? Uh, What's this first CBB? thing cbb the first college basketball ap uh AP, oh, uh what's it called rankings yeah yeah they got the rankings out already bro it's kind of interesting let's uh tap in to see so t- tell me what you think about this bro this is just you know before they even play any games or anything so they got obviously you know recruiting obviously takes you know a big toll in that and everything so just, just hear me out on this they got one gonzaga two baylor three Villanova, four Virginia, five Iowa, six Kansas, seven Wisconsin, eight Illinois, which I really do believe that, Duke, nine, and Kentucky, ten. What do you think? Uh, Obviously, we know Duke and Kentucky are going to move up when the season starts and everything. We obviously know that because they got some of the – a great recruiting class coming in. I don't really disagree with it, especially, you know, early. It's early. And then last year, the last season was canceled. So, like, we don't – like, so much has happened between now and then. At this point, you know, almost anything goes with the top ten. So, I mean, mm-hmm. for right now – as of right now, I don't – obviously, Duke and uh, Kentucky, they're kind of low. But, you know, also recruiting class – I say it's I say it's cool for right now, but I think it's going to change drastically after the first week. Oh yeah, for sure. My thing is though, I'm really surprised to see Wisconsin up there just because I don't know. I know they had some players leave because of um a, a issue that they had um you know with the coaching staff and everything, which he was a very good player. But I'm just really surprised to see Wisconsin up there because I didn't think they had any you know big returning players or a big recruiting class. So. They have Wisconsin ranked that high right now, dude. That's pretty interesting because I didn't think that they were anything like that. We'll be in the top ten. So, that's interesting. But we'll check them out during the season, though, man, and see how they do. And when when when's the first week of college basketball? November 25th. So, the week of Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. Okay, bad, 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 bad. This might be this year. A lot of basketball, bro. Oh, this is going to be the first year I actually keep up with a lot of college basketball. I usually almost never keep up with college basketball, except, like, mm-hmm. you know, the, like, top 25, just the big news you hear on, like, the, the, the like, shows, like, the mm-hmm. – besides that, this year I'm going to actually try to keep up with as much as I can, kind of like I am with football right now. But 
Yeah, this year, bro, I'm really trying to just tap, like, not, you know, not focus all my attention on, you know, the Power 5 schools because there's some mid-major schools that that are pretty pretty damn good, bro, that need some attention. So I'm tapping into almost <laughs> any conference in college basketball, so. Well, sliding into some NFL – where is it? Yeah, some NFL stuff. Well, actually, NBA – uh, you see Chauncey Billups is assistant coach for the Clippers. I did see that, dude. I did see that. That's actually a good move. And the thing, too, about it, I brought this up um, a couple podcasts ago. I was really wondering, um, you know, where is, you know, I know at one camp, like one time when the um, India and Pacers were going through their head coach candidates and everything, I know Chauncey Billups' name was named in it. Very surprised he didn't get it, but, you know, I'm glad he's, you know, he got a position now because I think he, I think he'd be a hell of a good coach. Um, but yeah, can you see him moving into a head coaching role like sometime soon after you know he oh, proves himself with the Clippers? Easily, honestly, mm-hmm. I think out of all the assistant coaches, um, out of all the assistant coaches that haven't been head coaches already, I think he has the easiest chance, like being assistant coach for maybe three, four years, and then just getting a head coaching job whenever a position's open. Mm-hmm. I can see that he probably – I don't want to say the easiest path, but, like, you know, knowing him as, like, you know, when he was a player, he was a four general. He was kind of like a player's coach, even as a mm-hmm. – and he knows the game so well. I can easily see him just getting used to a system and, like, the formalities of being a coach, kind of seeing it from the other side for a little bit. And then after four years, he – you know, gets a spot whenever a team uh, has a vacant coaching spot. I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. I can see that too as well. It's going to be interesting, man, just seeing these new coaches in different roles. Just Steve Nash, for example, that's going to be interesting to see. Seeing Doc Rivers on, um, you know, heading back to the East Coast now right. with uh, the 76ers, man. Just a lot of, you know, moves and and everything going on, so. And obviously, you know, free agency coming up, so that's obviously going to make it a lot more interesting. Obviously, the draft too. So, NBA season, man, I'm I'm ready for it. College basketball, I'm ready for all of it. Yeah, bro. for sure, for sure. Um, um, Pete Carroll, the coach for the Seattle Seahawks, he got a contract extension, which not surprised at all. But they haven't came out with any numbers or whatever. But apparently, that this contract is supposed to be. Fat, like he'll, he'll be like one of the highest paid co- coaches in the NFL. Like I believe it's probably if if I already guess, it'll probably be maybe five or six years for a good chunk. Now I don't really know how how contracts work for coaches, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be some serious money. How long has he been with the Seahawks? Um, he's been there for a minute. Yeah, it seems like been there for super long. Um, well, first of all, he's the longest tenured uh, coach in Seattle. So he's the longest. He's coached the Seattle Seahawks the longest out of any Seattle coach, and he's the winningest Seattle coach. So there's there's no telling. Yeah, if yeah, with that, with just by you saying that, dude, I can already tell his contract is going to be fat. So, 
just off of that. But the uh, he coach he started 2010 to present. So what is that? Uh, ten ten years, almost eleven years. That's not bad. Yeah, and that's and that's too. That's that's actually a long time to be a head coach. Oh, in the NFL, that's a really long time. Because usually, well, if you don't he, produce within three, four years, you're out, bro. So he's he's definitely done his job. Oh yeah, with especially with one team for ten. There's a lot of coaches that <coughs> for ten years total. He's been the head coach for ten years at one team because mm-hmm. he was at USC. Uh, for eight years before he was Seattle, and he was with the Patriots from '97 to '99 as a head coach. He was a New York Jets head coach for one year. So, like before this, he was kind of bouncing around here and there. But mm-hmm. and then he finally found his yeah his place. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up. That is what's up. Um, did you watch the the, the Bucks Saints game, man? Oh. I didn't watch. I didn't watch a lot of it, but I watched some of it, dude. I watched. This is the actual first like football game where I actually like was watching every single play, like every down, every drive, dude. I don't know what. It just seemed like they like the Bucks were just not clicking on any cylinders, offensive wise, defensive. They almost the Saints almost shut them out, but luckily the Bucks, you know, came away with three on the three on the the scoreboard and everything but it just seems like it just seems like nothing was clicking plus it was ab's you know first game back i thought that would have you know gave them a little bit of motivation hypeness and everything but he had more defensive plays he did he had a pbu and he had a tackle mm-hmm. but yeah it, it I, and that's the thing dude i do you think that that their team just has like too like there's no good communication because there's so many vet like there's so many stars on the team like there's you know what I'm saying well do, do you yeah they're it's their chemistry they don't obviously they just put this team together because you on paper if you look on paper they really should have the best team in the NFL on paper you got mm-hmm. Tom Brady you got uh Mike Evans you got uh Chris Godwin Chris Godwin you got Leonard Fournette you got Antonio Brown, like on paper, they should be stuck, but they literally just put this team together. And yeah, you know, Antonio Brown, he doesn't know enough of the offense yet, and you know, they're still working him in. Leonard Fournette, he signed to the team what a week before the season started, or like early. So I mean, the, the chemistry's not there, but the thing about it is, they still they're still a good team. They just had a bad game. That's I think that's all it really was. They had a bad game, and the Saints' defense was playing their A game. So it was just a combination of the Bucs just being off and the Steelers' defense literally playing almost perfect. You mean the Saints? Or, yeah, 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 Saints. I said Steelers. <laughs> but uh, the Saints playing almost perfect. But they'll bounce back. And Saints, they're a, they're a good team. So not yeah. like they lost like that to the Jets. Yeah, facts. Yeah, hey, I got a question too, man. Since we're on the football topic, um, <coughs> uh oh, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan football, bro. What's um, what do you think that whole situation, man? I think they're one in one in three now, one in two, something like that. Anyways, they lost to uh, 
Michigan State, I think, the week before. And then this week they lost to Indiana at Indiana, bro. What what, what do you think the the outcome is for Jim Harbaugh? And if he does get fired, who who is there in the college football to replace him? That is worthy. That can actually do what Michigan needs to happen for the program. Well, no, nobody's gonna. You're not gonna be able to replace the void of Jim Harbaugh to of Jim Harbaugh's level. But here's what I will say. I don't believe this one bad season is putting him in the hot seat. Let's be honest. You don't think so? No, let, let's be honest. Think about it. How good has Michigan been for these many years? Consistently. They've been, they've been, we're being honest in the grand scheme of things for, how long has Jim Harbaugh been there? Uh, Has it been six, six seasons? Six, five, something like that. He's, okay. All right, let's look this up. Let's look this up. All right, he's been with Michigan from for five years, from 2015 to to now, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay. Uh, I wish I wish I had I wish I had stats because the past five years, the past five years, they've been they've been stellar. So, oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So look. 2015, 10 and 3. 2016, 10 and 3. 2017, 8-5. 2018, 10 and 3. 19, Citrus Bowl. They finished. But they lost oh, I, everyone except I, that look, Citrus Bowl. I get though. that. But when it comes to college football, going to the bowl, right, I'm going to just be honest. I've been on that side of it. Going to the bowl is enough, if I'm being completely honest. Nobody wants to lose the bowl. But if you go to a bowl game every year, that is an accolade. If you were a coach for, let's say you're the coach for, I don't know, I'm going to use a random team, uh, Vanderbilt. And you go to, let's say you coach for 20 years and then you retire. If you went to a bowl game 20 straight years, whether you won or lost, that is an accolade by itself. Now, Well, another thing is, too, don't you have to be 500 or above? Well, technically, yes, but there are certain situations where you can be under 500 and go. Because I remember one year we went five and we went. I think we went five and seven, and we still got an invite because not enough. If not enough people win six games, or not enough people go five hundred with a hard enough schedule, then you can still get invited. But technically, yes. So you get what I'm saying. If you get to a bowl, that means you at let's round let's uh, let's approximate. If you go to a bowl game, you at least got six and six. So if you go to a bowl game every year, let's say the worst case scenario, you go to a bowl game twenty years straight. You go six and six for 20 straight years. It's not bad. It's not good. And then whether you lose all of those games, it's still an accolade that you went to a bowl game 20 years in a row. Like that's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's, we're talking like bare minimum of a good thing. Now we're looking at Michigan. Now listen to this 2015, they finished 12th, top 12, 16, top two, 17, top seven. 18, top four, 19, top seven, 
even with the losses in the Orange Bowl, they still finished top 10. And with the Peach Bowl loss and the Citrus Bowl loss, they finished 14th and 18th, respectively. And then 16 through 19, they were in the top 15. This year, they were in the top 16, obviously before, you know, the seasons. But my point is, it's one bad season. He's not going to be in the hot seat because they know he's consistently had a good program with Michigan. One season now. Now, next season, if it's the same thing, then we can talk about him being in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. I believe now this is me I could be wrong the, the people at the front office at Michigan could be like if they lose another game we gotta fire them I think that'd be the dumbest thing Michigan could do right now because it's one season because you think, think about it it's one season it's COVID and you gotta look how many how on the games they lost how many starters did they not have played because of COVID or how many how many guys that were eligible for the draft opted out because they didn't want to risk getting hurt how many of the how many of their actual legit players do they have because of this COVID situation, because now I don't know if you can necessarily count this season as like a legitimate, if let's say they go, let's say they get two, three wins on the season. Can you legitimately count that as a good representation of Michigan? I don't know if you can count any of this, this year as a good representation. Now the guys, the teams that play well, that just shows they're able to play well through adversity and, and COVID, whatever teams that don't play well, that might not be a true representation of that team because, you know, COVID screwing people up. There's, there's games being postponed throughout the yin yang in the SEC because of it. And you got starters that aren't playing or guys like a LS, is it LSU? There's a team in the SEC, SEC, they only have two returning starters because all the other guys opted out because they're all top three, top, like top three round draft picks. So they all opted out. Mm-hmm. That's like LSU. I believe I think they only had like two or three players from the offense come back because all the other guys they got draft stocks so they're like bye I'm out I'm not gonna play during COVID I'm not trying to get hurt so it's like everybody's shocked about LSU I am not shocked them dudes are gone you see what I'm saying but they're a good mm-hmm. representation because if those dudes didn't opt out it might be a different story this year but we don't know so Michigan I think Jim Harbaugh is fine think he's fine and there's still season there's still games left to play so you they might get it together so i think he's fine that's like if, if nick saban had one bad year now nick saban's bad year is losing like two 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 games but if nick saban had a bad year you think they're gonna fire nick saban because of one year <laughs> like, come no. on now like he loses three games you think they're gonna all right he's gotta go what come on now no 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 they'll be fine i think he'll Nah, they. I mean, bro. If I ever hear anything about Nick Saban getting fired, that's just that. That will blow he'd my have, mind. I would. He, he would have to have like three, or he'd have to have at least two losing seasons back to back before they considered about. They even, yeah. And I mean, yeah, like terrible <laughs> years, like losing by like double digits. Right. <laughs> Whew. Jeez. But yeah, fine. He's fine. Uh, all right, bro. Another question. Another question. So, what was the what, what would you take away from the uh, from, from the Tennessee Titans this week? And um, what's uh, what we need to what do y'all need to do to secure the dub this week? Bro, then? what you mean, y'all? You mean us? What, what you mean, bro? I am not a Titans no, you're fan, a Titans bro. Fan by default. No, I'm not. 
I do not have no Titans gear. You, I don't have. Well, I have a Titans jersey, and and exactly. a hat. But look, you don't understand. Where are you? Yo, I do no, no. Where are you from? Where? Ra- I mean, I where were you raised? Franklin, Tennessee. What, what county did you live in? Williamson County. Okay. And what's the name of this podcast? All right. No, bro. no, no. What's the name of the podcast? <laughs> All right. And what area code does the right. Titans reside? Six one five. All right. Yes, you are a Titans fan. Bro. <laughs> I don't rep him, bro. I just don't believe in it yet. Don't. You don't believe in just... the King and Derrick Henry? You don't believe I in do. AJ Money Brown? I do. Somewhat. I don't. I. The run game is good, bro. But once you shut that down, bro, we shut down. The what? You didn't see? Uh, oh my God! What game was that? Uh Ryan Tannehill had the game-winning drive, and it was straight passing aerial assault. I, bro, he gave my respect after that, bro. I get what you're saying, but look, back to your back to your question. <laughs> I'm just glad Titans figured it out. You know, we hold on. But the thing about it, hold on, hold on. Quick thing, quick thing, quick thing. Y'all beat the Bears. The Bears defense. That's actually surprising to me. I was actually surprised. Not trying to be a hater or nothing, but I was like, Khalil Mack going to eat y'all up. Yeah. But that wasn't the case. Y'all still came out with the dub. Hey, Titans, I'm telling you, we're a good team. Now, we lost two in a row, and that's tough. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not a hater. Pittsburgh, great team this year. They're undefeated. Now, they, I don't think they're winning at all, though. Probably not. They're playing too good ball too early. Usually, if you usually if you go undefeated during the regular season, statistically you you're bound. Yeah, you're you bound to lose it. You <laughs> might make a Super Bowl, but you don't win the Super Bowl. Statistically speaking, the odds aren't in your favor if you go undefeated, which is wild. But because it's hard to win, not only is it hard to win 16 straight, but then to win each game in the playoffs straight. So, but Steelers, great defense. They stunned us. The next game, um. Uh, who would we play at the Steelers? Bengals. No, was it the Bengals? Yeah, we Bengals. lost to the Bengals. Yep. That one, it was just Joe Burrows was having a well, day. Joe, you know, you're talking about a guy that's coming off one of the greatest single seasons by a college athlete ever in the history of college football. Stellar athlete. But the thing about the Titans is they they're gonna they figure it out. You know. So with the Bears, def- Titans defense phenomenal. The scoop and score for I think like seventy something yards or whatever, and then just AJ Brown, AJ Money Brown, out there just destroying the DBs. So the Titans that they're they're being led by a phenomenal coach, and you're talking about a coach that's worked with Mister Belichick himself. So any you know that accolade uh, there right there lets you know that. He di- dissects the game. But I think mm-hmm. moving forward, we have to really, really, really put pressure on establishing establishing the pass game to unload the box so we can get the run going. Because I believe Derrick Henry only had like 60-something yards last game. But, they're, I mean, you're talking about loading the box almost every how many? How many? Uh, how many attempts did he have? Ooh, uh, that I don't. That I don't know. But sixty-four yards. They shut that down because they're loading the box. So if you can off-rip, maybe the first drive or the first couple drives, 
get to a spread offense and just start airing the ball out, they're going to have to unload the box. Then once you unload the box, give the ball, feed the ball to Derek. Oh man, it's that's hard. It's a hard team to stop. He had 21 rushes for 68 yards, average of 3.2, longest of 26, zero touchdowns. Dang. But AJ Money Brown, four receptions, 101 yards, one touchdown, average of 25 yards a catch, my friend. And then mm. we had uh, uh, Janu. I think I say his name. Janu Smith, two receptions, 32 yards. Then we had Anthony Frisker, three receptions for 19 yards. Like we got once we we just got to get the pass established early to get them to unload the box. Because if they refuse to unload the box, then we're just gonna beat them in the air. That's like because we have the tools to do that. Especially if we start play actioning. If they're going to keep loading the box and get the, the linebackers to bite, the middle of the field's going to be wide open the whole game. That's what mm. we have to do going forward if we're really trying to get to the ship. I feel that. I feel that. Easier said. Than- but who 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 else do is on the schedule? Actually, you know what? I'm going to look that up right now, actually. It is uh, – Cause what week is it? It's week ten. We play the Colts, then the Ravens. <laughs> yeah. Did you see? Please, please tell me that you saw Philip Rivers try to tackle on ESPN. Oh, that, Did you see that? That was terrible. That that was, <laughs> that was so god awful. That? that was. So but awful. Colts, Ravens, Colts, Browns, Jaguars, and the Lions. The so I see. Ravens tough, Colts. I'm not sure. We beat the Ravens. Beat the Ravens. Though. We've already, oh, that was already last beat year. a team twice. True. So I think the two beat you have the Colts. Well, I don't know because the Titans type of their type of ball is different. I say the Jaguars and Browns we win, Lions we win. Between the two meetings of the Colts and the Ravens, I say we win two out of those three. So I think we get one more lost. I say two more lost. Green Bay. Oh, we still we still play Green Bay. We play Green Bay. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't see that. And Texans. So how many games? It one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight games left. I say at the next eight, I see worst case scenario we lose three times. Worst case scenario. I think realistically we'll lose twice. I think we'll lose either. I think we'll lose to the Packers for sure. And I can see either the Ravens or the Colts, and maybe the second time we play the Colts. But this is how it's really gonna go. Hold up, which probably y'all probably gonna lose to the one of the times with the Colts. Okay, that, I, even though y'all I've accounted for that. Should beat them. Uh, I feel like that Packers game, the Titans be winning games that they should have no business winning, and losing games that they should win. Just by their history, Rogers. You see what the Packers did. The whoever they just played. Oh my! Who they play? What do they do to them? Hold up, hold up, fam. Let me <laughs> let me do, something. bro. Packers, San Francisco 49ers, thirty-four to seventeen. Let me spit some numbers to you. Aaron Rodgers, 
25 for 31, 305 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, one rush for seven yards. Passer rating, 147.2. Bam. Aaron Rodgers is not playing games this year. At all. What has gotten into this, man? I don't know, but I love it. But the thing about it, dude, y'all do that's a 49ers team. Well, 40, 49ers are – remember now, 49ers defense, they have – No, that's what I'm saying. They're a good yeah, – that, that's yeah. a good team. Bro, exactly. Exactly. So, I don't know. Maybe I, that's going to be a tough matchup. It's going to be tough. I mean, if Aaron keeps on doing what he's doing, yeah, that's for sure a hell. But, you know, the Titans like to to <laughs> – to trick their fans sometimes. Hey, I'm 100 percent perfectly fine with them just going ahead and winning the rest of the, the rest of the schedule. I would be 100 percent happy with that. But that's not happening. Hey, you never know. I don't think anybody expected us to go five games undefeated to begin with this year, anyway. So I mean, we already shocking the world. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You did shock the world, being Tom and Lamar. Ex- what? Lamar was really impressive. I thought there was no way y'all could uh, contain him. I didn't, but I didn't did. think y'all did. contain him either. Y'all did. Y'all did. Touche. That's a hard man to contain. Pause. Jesus. I feel that. All right. Now, let me, let me tell you, you and, and the listeners, look, you know me. I'm really big on investing, and I got money tied up in a bunch of stuff. When I tell you the stock market is b- 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 booming, bro. <laughs> oh, my. So, look, it's like this every year around the election, it kind of drops down. And then after the election, no matter who wins, it skyrockets. When I tell you, uh, what day was it announced that Joe Biden was like the winner or whatever? Whatever day that that next. Was it the set? Was it the eighth or ninth? Something like that. That next. No, 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 I'm tripping, I'm tripping, I'm tripping, because it's the 10th right now, I'm tripping. It had to be like the 7th, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was Saturday, it was Saturday. Bro, Monday, because the market's closed on Sundays, well, it was closed on the weekends. Monday, when I tell you I made like two, $300 in 30 minutes, bro, doing <laughs> absolutely nothing, booming, and it's still going up, still going up, so it's a Exciting times right now. Uh, is yours through like, like a brokerage? Like somebody does it for you? Or you do it like on Robinhood? Oh, uh, Robinhood. I do it all myself. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I've been looking into. I've been looking into that. I've been seeing some stocks that I've just been looking at. I haven't put nothing into it, Bro, but it I'm trying to learn a little bit more about the company and stuff. So, well, if there's one thing that you need to get in that you'd have to do zero work research on, it's Amazon. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Amazon's money going to work for you. Oh, man, so. I got fractional shares, so I'm just putting in like a little bit here and there because I can't afford a f- one share. Because it's so the one share is so damn like, expensive. For, last time I checked, it was like $3,100 for the. But when I tell you, I got like $60 in Amazon. Why take $60 working so hard, bro? <laughs> hardest $60 I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, I also man. saw something else. Speaking of the election, uh, I think it was uh, was it Kamala? Is that how you say it? Kamala Harris 
Kamala yeah. Harris. Yeah. And that the Biden administration is working on decriminalizing marijuana federally. So across all 50, well, federally it will be decriminalized, but it's still, the states can still have it um, illegal. But what, how do you think that's going to impact the country moving forward? Uh, jobs. <laughs> I feel like jobs will open definitely. Um, now, like, are you talking for as like crime rate and everything, or like just yeah, as a whole? Pretty much crime. I feel like that's where the biggest impact is going to happen because there's so many people incarcerated on marijuana charges. Yeah, dude, and that's the thing. Like, there's so many, like, like you said, there's so many people that are incarcerated, and then if they do decriminalize it, a lot of people are going to be like, "Well, I'm in here for such and such, you know, whatever." How much they had, they're like, "Can well, can I get out?" You yeah. know, so that's gonna, that's going to be a topic to talk about. You know, um, I don't know, man. I mean, I can see good coming out of it, but I can see like a lot of negativity coming out of it. A lot of like topics sparked and everything about it, especially people that are incarcerated. That's going to be a number one big thing. What do you think? I think, uh, I think initially it'll be good. I think, you know, if you can find a way to the people that are in their own minor marijuana charges, obviously if people are moving like ridiculous amounts, that's probably not gonna, that's probably not gonna fly. But if yeah. you work, and the other problem is when you're talking about releasing people that are incarcerated for stuff is, you know, you know, the prison works. You basically people that are in their own small offenses, they turn into hardened criminals because you have to become one to survive in jail. Now, I'm not speaking experience, yeah. but I'm speaking on like studies that have been done. You know, people that go in there on like super small, nonviolent stuff. They a lot of when they get out, they end up right back in on from on violent crimes. Because on the inside, that's just that life that you got to live type type thing, right? So you got to think about that. But you talk about switching your whole lifestyle, oh, yeah. like from being an outsider, you know, working every day, you know, coming home, hanging out, to being locked up in a cage to basically a free for all. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's wild. But I think it'd be like from that standpoint, starting off, you know, they'll find a way to getting them people out and people get their lives back and. Um, you know, people that have like stuff on their record, I guess that that might get taken off, yada yada. But I think in the long run, it might. I don't want to say backfire because I think it will still just be better to have it decriminalized. But I think it might backfire into where I think the black market for it will grow with it. Because if if it's decriminalized now, you know, decriminalized is different from being legalized. Decriminalized means that it's not a crime to have weed on you but that doesn't mean that uh like let's say uh i don't know a state that doesn't have it, it let's say tennessee it's not it have recreational marijuana it's not legal right so there aren't dispensaries mm-hmm. and stuff so in tennessee and let's say they're following the, the federal stuff if tennessee if you were in tennessee and you had weed on you you're not gonna be you know there's no crime but there's no you can't sell it like you know what I'm saying? Selling it would still be a crime. Now, if you got mm-hmm. if you got it from a dispensary 
out in a different thing and it got to you, I guess technically that's fine because you have it, but you can't go around selling it because it's not legalized for recreational use, right? So what that does is it's going to create a black market. Now, if it gets legalized everywhere, it might be a different story, but it's going to create a black market to where people are going to be underground selling it, but it's no big problem if you get caught with it because it's not, it's decriminalized. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's almost kind of like giving people a free pass to start like quote unquote smuggling it across the state borders and into states that don't have it recreational states that do. It gives them that free pass. And then, you know, if you got if you buy it, if you're buying it, it's whatever, because it's not it's decriminalized, but there's that black market of selling it. I think that might backfire unless recreationally it becomes legal everywhere then people are just i think just dispensaries are going to just start popping up everywhere yeah but then so. and then you have you gotta have all these extra laws because what stops somebody from buying weed from a dispensary and then taking those seeds or buying seeds and then planting them in their backyard and just smoking their own stuff like what stops them from doing that you gotta have all these laws that regulate that kind of stuff and you have to enforce them so you fix one, you solve a problem, and then you create another. That's where it's going to come down to. Do you think, too, that if they do do that, there has to be, like, a limit on how much you can buy at one Oh, yeah, but very, yeah. In states that have uh, have it legal records, you can only buy a certain amount at once. Only oh, like okay. I didn't know. I didn't only know buy that. a certain amount at okay. once, and you can only keep on you. You can only have on you a certain amount. It's just like a – I mean, I was going to say alcohol, but not really – it's kind of like alcohol where like if you're at a bar, you can you can't keep buying shots after a certain point. Like the bartender has the right legally to stop serving you because you're too intoxicated. It's kinda yeah. like that, but a little different. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. And then uh so oh so I've been looking at so I got the I got my I got the iPhone twelve. Love it. My hold on, hold on. So what's the difference? Um, the camera, the camera, of course, the screen. I have the regular 12, and I had the regular 10. The screen's a little bigger. Um, it's oh, was that a phone upgrade, or did you just pay that out, or did you just oh, I just bought it? Oh, yeah, shit. I, yeah. I'm <laughs> not with a, I'm not with a big carrier, so I just bought what carrier are you with? Uh, straight talk. Oh, okay. I mean, it's the, they use the same towers as Verizon, so my coverage is fantastic, and I, I pay literally a fraction. Because I think one, because I'm by, I'm on a plan by myself, a single plan on Verizon is seventy five dollars, and that's not even. I don't even think that's for unlimited. Actually, I think it's like eighty dollars for unlimited for one line, but I have unlimited for one line. I'm paying like forty nine with Straight Talk, so it's like way. Um, but. Another big thing, bro, so the 10 wasn't 5G compatible. I had 3G with the 10. When I tell you the 5G on this 12 is a completely different level, bro, <laughs> I've never loaded I, I've never loaded a video from YouTube so quick. Like, buffering almost doesn't even exist, bro. This thing, is it moves so fast. So, my thing is, like, is it like how does it feel? Like is it, does it is it lighter? Yeah, like, it feels what? lighter. And you know what what phone do you have? Uh, the ten. So you know, how the, you know how the ten edges are curved. It's like smooth. Yeah. Well, they went back 
old iPhone and it's like uh it's like a flat edge. So the edges are flat, like uh it's like a it's like a thin rectangle, kinda. So it feels it oh. feels different. I didn't know if I liked it or not, but I kinda like it. And I mean, you know, it's a normal iPhone. They just get slimmer and sleeker and faster and the camera's like crazy. But I like it. So what about like the the uh, I heard a myth that you have to buy the box and oh, everything else. Bro, I don't even be talking about that. Yeah, it doesn't come with the cube. That's some but bullshit. Here's the, <laughs> here's the thing: it comes with a charger, but you have to get a specific kind of box for it because it's a lightning charger. So it charges the phone ridiculously fast. So they had to, you know, they had to modify it because it charges faster than a USB type charger. Um, so that's more, and it doesn't come with headphones, which is another negative because I, I needed new headphones and I thought it was going to come with some when I bought this. But but here, here's the other thing, though. I also. You guys put some AirPods for Christmas? Air, no, I don't like, uh, I don't like earphones like that. I don't like wireless earphones. I like headphones. So things that like. Like beats. yeah, like Beats or I have I have like Bose headphones mm-hmm. and a wireless earphones. If I do do earphones, they gotta be like a they, over the yeah, ear. like uh like the you know the I guess the Beats that have the ones that hook over your ear and they're Bluetooth. They like curl yeah. around the back or whatever. I like mm-hmm. or I like the standard iPhone like wired ones. I don't really like AirPods because my ears are super small and they're uncomfortable and some, they fall out a lot, but... Oh, bro, I love my AirPods. <laughs> I mean, so, I, mean I love, I, I love them. But I wouldn't waste a Christmas wish list on it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I got the 12 because if you if you looked on my, saw my Instagram, I have the chance I get the 12, the phone or the PS5. Well, I got the 12, and my phone was kind of, I had to get, I was going to get the PS5 first, but I went and got the, the phone because my phone was kind of BSing lately. But, so I was looking at the PS5, because I'm torn right now. So, there's two versions of the PS5. There's the digital-only version, which is $399. There's the disc and digital version, which is $499. And so, I'm trying to think what I want to do, because I'm keeping my PS4 because my PS4 is basically my cable. Because I watch my 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 quote unquote live TV is Hulu Live, right? And I watch it from my PlayStation. So when I get my PS5, I'm gonna move my PS4 to my bedroom because I have no way of watching my live TV in my bedroom right now. So I move that to my bedroom, move my PS5 to living room, and that way I can watch it from living room or bedroom doesn't matter. And I got you know a station in each in either room. So I'm good, right? Because I also got ESPN Plus, Disney Plus. You said I got the station in each room. <laughs> right. And I got all I got Netflix. All that stuff is on the PlayStation. So I can watch anything from either room, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to figure out which one I want. Because the dis the digital version is cheaper, but you can only play digital games. There's no slot to insert a disc. And so that's cool if you because most people buy digital games nowadays. So if you only want to play digital games, it's straight because I'll probably only buy digital games. But here's the thing. The PS5 plays that you can play PS4 games in the PS5. So that means if you get a PS5 and you get the disc drop, the disc version, you can put your PS4 disc in the PS5 and play those because I have a ton of PS4 discs. 
Hold on. So I got a question though. It, even if it's a PS4 game, it's going to a PS5 system. Is it still going to be the same exact game yeah. if it was on like a PS5 disc? Uh, oh, you're talking about if you got like the PS5 version of that game, is it the same game? Yeah. Well, yes, but that's the thing is, if you have an old PS4 game and you get a PS5, they're not going to have that. They're not making that game. It's not going to be available for the PS5. So, like, let's say I have, uh, I'm trying to think, I have, uh, I got Lego, I got um, Batman Lego game, Lego Batman game, right? This came out years ago, mm-hmm. and it's the old one. If I get the PS5, I can't buy that game for the PS5, because they no longer make that game. You see what I'm saying? So, I I won't okay. be able to buy that game for the PS5, so the only way I'd play it is if I still have my PS4, or I get the disc version of the PS5. You see what I'm saying? Now, the oh, new games that come yeah, out, you can get PS4 or PS5. Obviously, you would just get the PS5 version. But... Correct. And we we both Correct. know that the, the PlayStation is also a Blu-ray, high-definition DVD player. So if you get the PS5 with no disc version, you can't play. If you have disc movies, you can't play movies. And I have a movie collection in DVD that would basically go to waste unless I use my PS4. But the PS5 has an 8K output, and you can play, you can stream. If you have a 4K TV, you can literally, bro, you're talking about the best type of, the best Blu-ray, the best DVD player you could possibly have. We're talking, I think it's 4230, um, 4230 pixels. So, you know, you got like the, the quality is like 720, 1080 is like the best. There's 4230, yeah. which is basically twice, or is it it's something like that. It's basically twice 1080. Fam. So here's what I'm getting to. That's a really ridiculous. Bro, to be it's honest. elite. But here's what I'm getting to. I'm setting all of this up. Here's the problem. So I'm probably gonna get the disc version. That way, worst case, you know, if I get digital, I might, you know, I'd rather have the disc and not use it, the disc option, not use it than to not have it and then just want to use it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm probably going to get that. But here's the problem. The PS5 only has 667 gigs of usable space. That's not... How much does the Xbox have? I might no, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. Be- Don't speak that blasphemy ever again. Here's the thing. It's 885 gigs, but... After all the software, it's 667 gigs. So here's what I'm thinking. I could wait it out and wait for that PS5 Pro to drop because the PS5 Pro is at least going to be a terabyte of space, at the least. Because you and me both know GTA, Call of Duty, and maybe three or four other big-time games, they take a bunch of space. Because I had a 500-gig PS4 at first. I maxed that spaced out super quick and I had to switch out the internal hard drives. Now I have a two terabyte hard drive. I have two terabytes of space, but I had to manually switch that out myself and I had to buy the, the, the internal hard drive to switch it out myself. I don't want to have to do that for the PS5. So I'm thinking about waiting for the first version to drop, see what people are saying about it, you know, talk to my friends, look at reviews. And if they're talking about, they have a way to, 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 
to compact the files where they'll take up as much space, I might go ahead and get it. If not, I might have to wait it out for that next version to come out. I need at mm-hmm. least a terabyte. I I think the same thing too. Um, I think I'm gonna do the same thing too because you know how the first generations usually have bugs yeah, and all stuff. Kinds of and, problems. Yeah, I'm not trying to be one of those victims and do all that. So I'm gonna wait till that comes out and everything. Plus, like I said, I'm trying to sell my PS4 and Xbox because having two systems is is just a hassle, dude. Like it really is. It's nice and convenient at sometimes, but it's just a hassle just paying just the membership. You're just like, fuck, dude. <laughs> but so yeah. that was my thought on that because I've really been stressing about that all day. But <laughs> moving on, these were kind of my lunch table questions, but I decided to put them out uh, before that since we're. So are we doing lunch table no, no, questions? No. I mean, we're gonna do them right after this, so I guess you could technically count them. But these don't; these aren't my; these aren't my lunch table questions. Mm-hmm. But we're coming up on Thanksgiving in a couple weeks, and then you know, right after Thanksgiving, Christmas is right around the corner. So, what's your ideal Thanksgiving dinner? First, what are your plans for Thanksgiving, and what's your ideal Thanksgiving dinner? Uh, so. What I'm doing for Thanksgiving, I have no idea. Like, my mom will probably talk to me about that probably in the next few days and probably get something planned. Usually we, usually we go to Michigan, but the past few years we haven't. we just done it here. Um, my ideal Thanksgiving dinner, uh, obviously some some turkey, some honey-baked ham turkey. Uh, well, well, honey-baked ham. I didn't mean to say turkey. Uh, obviously the mac and cheese, some greens, uh, gotta have the cornbread. I'm not a big dressing guy. I'm not a big dressing guy. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? I don't know, man. That's really just like the typical Thanksgiving dinner that I have. Pretty basic. Um, what about you, man? Obviously some chocolate cake for dessert. Ooh, like the double <laughs> chocolate? Like the chocolate? Uh see that's the thing, man. I, I, I don't like I don't that's like too much chocolate. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, bro. I feel like when you have a chocolate cake, you can overdo it real easy. Like, especially with the icing yeah. too. Like some some cakes I've been that I've ate before had just O D icing on it. I'm just like, this is just too sweet for me. Like take like three or four bites and you just like ah, I'm good. I'm straight on that. I'm cool. So <laughs> that's funny, because that's funny. <laughs> but for me, one, right now, the only plans I have for Thanksgiving, I'm not going, I'm not going to go home for Thanksgiving because I just, because we have class the day before Thanksgiving, if you can believe that. Well, well wow. at UK State, you know, different schools have different time of breaks. So at Mizzou, Thanksgiving, that whole week is Thanksgiving. Well, that whole week's Thanksgiving break. Because some schools have a fall break and a Thanksgiving break. So some schools, they have like an extra day on the weekend for fall break. And Thanksgiving break, it's like half the week. It's like shorter. Well, at Mizzou, they basically put fall break and Thanksgiving break together. So that whole week is no school. But here at UTSA, we don't have a fall break. But on Thanksgiving week, the only day we get off is the day of Thanksgiving and Black Friday. We don't get the day before. So 
I have class. I don't end traveling too much because I'll, I'll probably I work that whole I'll work the day before as well. But the only plans I have is the 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 mountain biking, the venture, my thirty miles, mm-hmm. and I'll probably I don't even know if I'm gonna cook anything. I literally I might get water burger for, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I might do something. But ideal Thanksgiving dinner. Now I'm gonna say this: I'm not a fan of turkey, like as a whole. So I don't really eat turkey on Thanksgiving. I eat honey baked ham. Oh, phenomenal. Some mac- greatness, greatness, we- bro. You can. It, I feel like if you don't have honey baked ham on the itinerary to eat, I, I just feel like you really you not you not doing your due ju- uh, diligence. Oh no, bro. you're not you're not doing it right at all. I really feel like you're just not doing it right at all, bro. But the turkey is a must too. No. Turkey is a must. You ain't got to eat it. Well, yeah, it's, it, can, it. it can they can have it there, but I'm I'm going towards the ham. Yeah, facts. But uh, sweet potatoes, mac. Ugh. Bro. No, 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 no. That's one thing I will obviously disagree with you on. Calvin, you've never had my mom's sweet potatoes. You've never had these. Are not. I don't like sweet potatoes. I like the sweet potatoes my mom makes is not the same. It's not the sweet potatoes you're thinking of. Trust me, these are like. I'd have to, bro. I just have to make them for you, bro. You you don't you don't understand. Nah, nah. bro. Let your mom make them because you gonna mess it no. up. No, first of all, don't don't disrespect me like that. I'm Betty Crocker out here, okay. Sec- second of all, I make I have her recipe. It's a family secret recipe, and I have. Just because you got the recipe, don't mean you whipping it up bro, just like she uh, do, bro. Calvin, I might got the <laughs> recipe, bro, but you might not follow the bro, steps correctly. Stop. Do not disrespect. I'm being bro. bro, that wrist work is something serious when it comes to whipping the Bam. I'm telling you. Bam. <laughs> Don't disrespect me, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm bored with Ramsey out here, okay? Back. Now, look. Look, sweet yeah. potatoes, cornbread, mac and cheese, some honey-baked ham. Look, a little bit of dressing with a ton of cranberry sauce. Like, I'll eat cranberry sauce out the can. Like, I'll... OD no bam. <laughs> I literally after Thanksgiving will have leftover like the canned cream. It's more of like a jelly, you know what I'm talking about? A cream yeah. like the come ones at the can. I'll literally go in there and be like, Are y'all gonna use this at all? They're like, my mom be like, No. I was like, Can I can I eat these? She's like, sure. I'll throw them in the refrigerator for a little bit. I'll get a can open, open a can, I'll eat them straight out the can, like with a spoon. I don't know why, but I do it every year. And then, that's bro. You so different, and, dude. Like, just <laughs> that is that is the most finest thing I probably ever heard in my bro, whole entire life. Like, that is, is the most. Finest. It's so good. <laughs> I that is so growing disgusting. up. I didn't even like the stuff, but I just got to eating it and eating it. Like, bro, it's not Jello, bro. It's, that's what you think it is, probably. No, I don't jello. even like Jello like that. So I know it's not, but it's. It's whatever, but and then for dessert, I don't know dessert. I don't really, I don't really be eating desserts like that on Thanksgiving, to be honest. Bro, and the thing about it, I don't either. I don't really be do. I don't really eat desserts or candy like that. But when I crave it, bro, I crave it like bad. I go dumb. (laughs) Like, yeah, I'm the same way. Like when my 
I don't eat sweets all the time, but when I get a sweet tooth, oh, I'm going all out. But, bro, the bad thing about it, though, is is that, like, if I have that sweet tooth, bro, and I eat a lot of that stuff, bro, I start to break out. So I kind of got I do when down. I eat a lot of chocolate like that. Like, Snickers bar, oh, yeah. it's over. I'm if I you eat a what? Snickers bar, I'm breaking out the next day for sure. It's it's guaranteed. Uh, <laughs> can't get the king. Oh, no. Not at all. Or the Snick- that Snickers ice cream, I'm done. Oh, uh, shit. All right, next. I'm saying, like, I would have to eat, like, like, not just eating one, I wouldn't break out. But if I eat, like, two, yeah, that's that, that's gonna, that's gonna make it flare up a little bit. So, all right, all right, next one. What's on your Christmas list this year, bro? Not a damn are, what's thing. I don't even one? know what I, I don't even know, dude. Like, I, and, and this is the thing, too, bro. I'm at the age where I just don't care oh, what fam. I get. I really don't. Like, whatever I get, bro, I'll take it. Like, I don't know. Look, look. Give me some gas cars. Give me give me some gas cars. I like to I like to go different places. Give me some gas cars. I gotta drive to the place to do something. So yeah, give me yeah, sure. I'll take bro, gas so cars. Lame. Shit. Bro, I'm not dude. I just don't know. Like I I'll take whatever I can get, bro. Like I'm not not picky. You want all right, so so that that's what I want for Christmas is gas cars. I guess since I'm lame as hell, what do you want? Um, I got a salute. <laughs> well, I'm. I mean, honestly, I'm like you. Like, I don't make a list and I don't like say I want anything. I just whatever they get me, I'm cool with it type thing. And my parents are really good at getting. You know, like some people aren't good gift givers. They get you stuff that you're like, oh, thanks, cool, but you don't really want it or like not get you. My parents are pretty good about like knowing like my style. So they they like never miss. So I never have to make a list because they don't miss. But this year, I wouldn't mind. Obviously, they got me the PS5. That settled all my problems. And I would just have the PS5. Um, but I highly doubt I'll get the PS5. I really, I really want to, I need a paper shredder. So that man might cry. Probably. <laughs> that man might cry if his parents I don't know about all yet. that. Uh, but it'd be I, a I'm shock, like, though. Sure, be shook. No, but you said, yeah, like right? I need it. Like you know, we're at the age, bro. My list be adult stuff, like pots yeah. of like pots and pans, paper shredder, or a toolbox or something. I might need a new toolbox, stuff like that. I don't really be, or like I wouldn't mind some H and M gift cards. That's my. That's that's my spot. Facts. I don't really be shopping there Bro, like any, that, so that's not really my. That's not really anytime my style. I mean, some stuff in there, some stuff in there is pretty nice, but no. If I need clothes, I just don't be looking right in that. Stuff. You, you gotta, you gotta, you just gotta find. You just gotta do it right. You just gotta do it right. Well, they got nice jackets and stuff. Like the jackets are straight. The jeans, they're tough. It took me, it took me four months to find jeans that fit me right at H and M. Well, I'm a weird size, so they probably not gonna have. Much. Well, yeah, jeans, jeans is tough, but like shirts, you're straight. And then the jackets are like their their denim jackets are elite. And, like their hoodies and stuff. Yeah, I got a few of hoodies, but no denims. All right. Now, on to the lunch table questions. All right, all right, all right. 
I got uh I got two for you actually. Okay. Um I got two, got? I'm trying to figure out which two. Go you go first while I figure out which two I want to do. All right. So one's a sports question and then one is just a general question. So I'm gonna start with a general question. well, not a general question, but it's a good question, I would say. Um what is something that your parents have taught you that you have passed down to your kids? Oh, uh, well, ooh, there's a ton of things, but just picking one, just one that comes to your head is probably, um, I feel like the, I got a handful I want to say, but I'm going to say the one that, that I'll probably do like super early on is to don't expect things to be given to you and like, always mm-hmm. expect to work for things you want. Like, that because yeah. I was going to say something about finance and like learning how to like, ma- like learning how to budget and like handle money and the importance of like financial education. But, you know, that's more later, a little later, they get older and understand how the world works. But like, but like teaching yeah. them to always expect to work for something, like work hard towards something and like things aren't, you know, just going to be given to you, you can teach that at, like, super early age. So, probably that. Mm-hmm. What about Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, I think mine is just just free thinking, you know, like, having, ha- having the ability to form your own opinion without, you know how, like, a lot of, like, kids and stuff, like, they go based off of what their parents think yeah. or whatever like that. My mom has always been the person just to, like, Go find the information out yourself, read it, and then form your own opinion of it, you know? Like, don't go off of what everybody right. else says, you know? So, just free thinking, man. I feel like that just, just that concept, just having that, you know, just having that skill or concept, whatever you want to call it, will just separate you, I just think, just like, just in multiple yeah. aspects, you know? Whether it's, you know, right now in life or definitely later down in life it will definitely help you but just having that you know you actually can actually have like you know intelligent conversations and you know just just by you know reading something and having your own opinion of it instead of you know being a uh, you know a fan or whatever and just going with the crowd on you know different topics and stuff yes, for so sure. i'll say free thinking yes, for man for sure important for sure for sure Definitely. Um, so my last one is what, what okay, if if it was up to you to decide, which one is it harder to get a championship in? Is it football or basketball? Like at the professional So like level? NFL versus NBA? Yeah, what, what, is it harder to get it in football or basketball? Which one do Ooh. you think? And we're given the same limitation like we're saying Let's take out COVID and everything. It's a normal season, 82 games, 16 uh, games. Yeah, 16-game season yeah. in the NFL, right? 16-game season, normal season, nothing. There's no barriers. There's no world pandemic or anything like that. Ooh. I'm going to say NBA. In- Ooh, you go NBA? I'm going to NBA, and I'm gonna tell you why. Just because, dude. Okay, football. Football. It's 
you just got to be on your game. And I feel like with football, a lot of teams that like win a championship have great momentum going into each game. Basketball, you're playing a series, a seven game series. So you have to clearly be so, the better team. Yeah, like there's there, and, and plus, dude, there's so many more. I feel like there's so many more obstacles just for basketball. Like, obviously, you know, there's injuries in both sports, but like basketball, foul trouble and everything. You got to take a like if your star player or whatever, you know, is in foul trouble, you got to sit him. He might contribute on both ends of the floor. You know, that that's obviously going to mess up the function of the game. Like, there's so much like analytics and obviously stats and who's on the floor at that given time. I feel like that goes into the game. I feel like it's way deeper than just you know, matchups and everything like that, you know? See, I'm leaning towards football. So I'm leaning towards football because there's – in football, there's so many moving parts. Because you got – like, I'm trying to figure out how I want to word this. Uh, So, in football, there's more people on the field. You have – Eleven. There's eleven people on your team versus eleven people on the other team, and out of those eleven, there's on defense. There's three different groups within just the defense. You got the line. You got the linemen, the linebackers, and the DBs. And even in the linebackers, you got inside linebacker, outside linebacker. The the line. You got interior linemen. You got uh, defensive uh, defensive tackles, defensive ends. Even in the secondary, you got safeties and corners. So there's so many moving parts. There's more mistakes to be made, and there's more ways to get beat. Um, to get beat, looking at it negatively. Same with offense. You know, you got receivers and running backs and quarterbacks. Like there's, and then each one is solely different from the other. Like linebackers, completely different from a lineman. Or the, the, the corners are completely different from your Mike linebacker. Completely different. Like, there's no – like, you can't – if something happens, you can't move a line – well, normally you can't move a linebacker or a DN to a corner position. In basketball, there are some places where things can get picked up. Like, if if uh, if the four goes down – if, if somebody goes down – the four goes down, you can find a five – that can play the four, you know, well enough for you to play. You can have like LeBron James mm-hmm. to run the one through the five. You can have people like AD to bring the ball up the court or Giannis to basically do everything. In football, that's not a thing. You can't have somebody block, pass, run, catch all in the same play. You know what I'm saying? Like, so mm-hmm. I feel like from that standpoint, like the date, like the the play to play, play by play, it's harder in that sense. And I also feel like it's harder in the sense of, ah, that's that's tough. But I look at it like that, and I feel like there's all those moving parts. I feel like it's harder to win. And, mm. and then even with dynasties, like you look at the – like in NBA, if you get a dynasty going, like, uh, like, like MJ in the 90s, you get a, a solid team together like that, two three-peats, like, you know, usually the same team is the one that's going every single year. So once you – like, if you're a guy trying to win, once you get on a solid team like that, like, think about those guys during those three-piece that just rolled the bench, didn't really contribute. They got three rings. In the NFL, 
even if you get a solid dynasty going, you're there's still it's still harder to make it back to the championship. I think there's only been two two or three other teams to win back to back championships, let alone go to the Super Bowl back to back. There's been a good handful of teams to to two p three p or go to the champ go to the finals back to back years or a bunch of years out of a short time span. The only the only really team you think about with that is just the the Patriots and football. But outside of that, there's not really teams going every year. Like Chiefs might do it this year, but that's so rare for a team to constantly be in the Super Bowl. But in the in NFL or in the NBA, it's common. You know, it's common for like the Lakers when they when they were uh, with Kobe and Shaq, they were constantly going to the finals. LeBron, even though he's with different teams, he's constantly going to the final. Whatever team he gets on seems to go to the finals pretty consistently. That happens in NBA. Football, that's that's not really a thing. That's why I think football is harder to win a championship than basketball. But it's tough because I still could lean the other way in basketball if I, like, tried to counter-argue myself. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough. I said that's a tough. You say what? Yeah, that's why I asked it. <laughs> but All that's right. it for me, bro. I didn't I didn't throw I didn't throw no uh, philosophy questions at you like that okay. this week. So All right. Well, my first one is: yeah. At what point is underwear unwearable to you? Like your boxers. At what point? At what point? What at what shape do your boxers get in where you're like, all right? I got to throw these pair, this pair away. Well, obviously the fucking whole like right where. That's all it takes. Huh? Yeah, bro, whole bro, oh, I ain't doing oh, it. Man. Yeah, they done. They, 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 they out of service, dude. They, they have done their due diligence. They have done their job, their duty. It's time to retire them bad boys and go pick some uh, an old, uh, new package hey, fam, up. Fam. So. I'm not gonna lie to you. There was a point in time. This, but this before. No. Wait, wait, no. wait, wait, wait. This is before I, I knew how expensive underwear was, bro. I had so so. I had so there's, I had there was a point in time where all my underwear were crotch, like crotch like crotchless, like the like. It was just a hole. Basically, it was just. For decorate, like they weren't really doing anything, cause a hole in them, and they would just continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I feel like as long as they're fitting on me, I would still wear them. And there's a point where like <laughs> I had no like crotch in my underwear. They were just it was there. I had a bunch of underwear just holes out the yin yang, <laughs> like. <laughs> You Bro, can't well, be. Well, this is back down. now. Now I threw I threw those all. Up. But the, to me, I was like, nobody's gonna see him. I don't care. And you know, I like you know, it's a nice little breeze. But you know, to regulate the temperature down there. But since then, I don't have any of that stuff now. Now all my underwear is in good shape. I finally. Oh, I just can't believe you. Because because bro, because like. Dude. You know, sometimes you gotta adjust yourself or whatever when when you know you're kind of offset or whatever. 
and I don't cut my fingernails to this, like still, you know, in high school, I did I don't cut my fingernails. So sometimes when I would adjust myself, I, I, this is back when I had super thin uh, boxer briefs. They're kind of thin. Oh nails would rip God. through and that's how the holes would start. And so <laughs> over time, you know, I adjust and then my nails would cut through and it keep making the hole bigger. And then sometimes I'd put my, when I put them on, my heel would get caught in the hole and it would rip it open further and stuff. And so they would be bad. But now I got like thicker underwear so they don't tear. But it takes. <laughs> I still can't believe it takes you just said that. At that point That's where they're funny. just unwearable. That is. First of all, I'm just around the house, bro. No, 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 it don't matter. All right. That was one. Oh man, that's funny. That's funny stuff right there. Well, uh, would you rather get shot by a gun or a bow, uh, a bow and arrow, an arrow, I guess? Oh shit! Uh, fuck. Uh, just the I'm just imagining the pain, dude. Um, I don't know, dude. Maybe a bullet because just the. Depend on how, how well how big is the arrow. Um, it's a it's a pretty good sized arrow. Like yeah, pain with uh, it's got like the sharp. Now the bullet is it hollow? Oh no, no like, it's worth, uh, it's a pistol. It's like, yeah, I'm taking the pistol, bro, because those arrows, bro, like just those arrows, like. I I don't know, dude. Just those arrows just going into your body and you having to pull this. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You do know if if you get shot with an arrow and it goes through you, but it's it doesn't go all the way through, you do know how to remove it, right? First of all, you're not supposed no. to remove it because you don't know if it's stopping the bleeding or if it hit an artery. But if you have to remove it for some reason, so there's the there's the arrow part, the arrowhead, and then there's the tail, right, with the feathers. Mm-hmm. And let's say it went through your shoulder and the arrowhead is behind you, right? Because you got hit uh, head on, like facing the arrow, you got hit. You're supposed to break the tail off and don't pull back against you because you know how arrowheads are set up to where uh, if you pull back, you're going to do more damage. Damage, yeah. yeah. So you have to push it through the the way it was continued to go, but you break the uh, the tail piece off continue pulling it through so never pull against the arrow or you'll you'll basically you'll do do more damage yeah. do more bad than good Man. but yeah i'm taking a where'd you learn that at uh boy scouts uh, yeah man touche touche look we we got we be prepared for everything i took an archery class and they tell you about that stuff so you know how to tie knots and everything like that? Hell yeah, I know how to tie knots. I know how to, tie, to put me on. Put up a tent, start a fire. I I know how to start a fire in rain. I know how to start a fire in snow. A regular fire. I know how to how to do all kinds of stuff. So this is why you be asking all these survival questions. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> that, yeah, I'm connecting the dots at this point. But, but that's all I got. That's it, bro. Feels like it's a short one today. Uh, well, we're sitting about a about an hour and a half. Uh, that's about normally what we clock out at. So, uh. 
don't know. Maybe just today just been going by fast, or maybe just after work everything just been going by fast. I don't know. Yeah. You got any closing remarks for the outro? Nah, do what you got to do and uh, stay out the way. Simple as that, man. Yeah, people. Uh, once again, we like to thank the veterans out there. We also like to thank our listeners. Wherever you're at, across the world, across the state, across the country. Uh, we appreciate our listeners. And uh, I do got one more thing. Hold up. Yeah, whoa, what's up? Whoa, 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 whoa. The book, bro. We need to update oh, on the book next week. Okay. We Well, do you want to do that a part of the, the cast, or do you want to do a separate episode for it? Wait. It's up to up, you. You're the CEO. Uh, all right. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk off the air. I bet, 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 bet. But, yeah, stay tuned. Make sure, man, if, if you're liking the content, subscribe. Share with your people. Share with your friends. They really help us out. And uh, stay tuned for next week. We're going to keep them coming. All right. This is the, the Guardians of the 